Brilliant. Hello there, and you're very welcome back to episode four. Was it 47? Oh, do you want me to check? <laughs> Hang on. Just as I've gone into airplane mode. <laughs> I was in airplane mode not an hour ago. <laughs> you're still in airplane mode. <laughs> Forty-six. Forty-six, is yeah. it? Okay, perfect. Okay, we are, you're very welcome to episode 46. Um, we've got a crack team of researchers here that have told us what the episode title is. Mm-hmm. And we're very welcome. You're very welcome. If you find me here having just freshly flown in, I was in the air upwards until about an hour ago, uh, flying over to London. I'm here in the Lexington, in the glorious company of one Peter Rugman. Hello. Who is back for a second appearance uh, in as many episodes. Um, yeah, there's, so we're in the Lexington at the moment because the number ones are headlining the final Static Shock Weekender. You can hear the sounds of hellos being made amongst the other bands in the bill there in the background. It's a lovely little venue, I have to say. There's, there's a chandelier, there's rifles on the wall. Um, and dismembered heads of, of long dead animals with yep. big horns, um, kind of emasculating and intimidating all at once. That's how you want to feel when you walk into a pub. This is where I want to be when I record a podcast. Exactly, yeah. So this is the first, and this, I feel like lads always do the thing of like, we'll just record a podcast and we'll do it in the bloody boozer <laughs> with our mates. <laughs> but um, we've cocked us together, so we're going to have Peter here for a bit as well. We're gonna, and we're going to talk with the number ones, I believe, as well, later on too. So... A lot to look forward to in this episode. Uh, but Peter, catch us up on your nonsense since two episodes prior. So, I last saw you, and was it July? For the for the Finsbury Park uh, number one show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw me... Oh, that was it, yes. You yeah. saw me inhale a rake of pints before I went on stage. Yeah. Which is not something I make a habit of doing, as is anyone who's seen me before, but uh, I made a special occasion for the number ones, as I often do. Uh, but it was an amazing crowd of people we had together. There was it was t- great, it was great. And you did fine, by the way. Um, fine. Yeah, fine. The Irish fine, not the, not the regal fine. The, you did <laughs> fine, you were grand. You, you did fine, considering the amount of pints of Guinness you necked before the show, <laughs> I reckon. You pulled it together. Yeah, I did pull it together, yeah. Pulled a pint and then pulled it together. But uh, no, it was great. We had, a, we had a silly crowd of people uh, from every walk of life. Um, we had uh, we had obviously had the number ones and all the old Static Shock crew that I'd met last year and a few of their kind of punky friends which you could crack like your Taylor Stewart's of the world and all those great heads Lee from Extravision, a load of great heads. We had ourselves and yourself. We had Joe and Becky land in. Mm-hmm. We had Maeve and Lana land in. Yeah. We had, who else did we have in? Oh, Chloe Stockwell as well. We just had like, we had Saf and oh, all the heads. Spit. Spit, oh, Spit, yeah. Spit landed in, yeah. yeah. Alex and Sarah landed in. We had Saf and, and a lot of their friends landed in. It just was like a mad, higher fidelity Marvel Avengers kind of crossover. Yeah, a bit too real. Yeah. Um, it was really good fun. Yeah, that was the last time I saw you. And uh, the reason I'm seeing you today is because I uh, was a bit sticky-fingered uh, the, la- yeah. <laughs> the last time I saw you. So after, after the night following the show, as in the night of the show, we all decided to continue uh, a lethal intake of, of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up at Haringey Snooker Club. Yes. Is it pronounced right? Haringey? Haringey? Haringey. Haringey. I said Haringey. It's like a Star Trek alien. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. But yeah, we ended up with Haringey. Haringey. Haringey Snooker yeah. Club because it was the only place that would still serve. And uh, we went there to about half two or so. In the meantime, stopped off in the Beacons Field, the mm. little place that we were staying, which had the, but a lot of effort into the pub, not an awful lot of effort into the actual lodgings themselves, unfortunately. But we all ran in there for a little wee-wee, mm-hmm. uh, and in that time, you, uh, in your JP mood, yeah. decided it wouldn't be so funny if I just got into the bed. Because I'm a little scamp, you were as riddled, you know. You were so I got, little... I got into your bed, fully clothed, and um, my headphones fell up, 
fell out of my pocket, I'm assuming. Unbeknownst, unbeknownst to all of us, you're being a cheeky little fucker. Yeah. Uh, and there's a great picture of us taking, me, you and Joe, uh, us aside. It looks like you're like an ailing Victorian child and me and Joe <laughs> yeah. are tending to you in our <laughs> in, night, in like nightingale leather jackets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that was, that was all, that was grand, that was all fine. And in the morning I get up to leave, I text the lads when I wake up to be like, uh, it was about half 11 or so, maybe 12, when I text into the group chat to say, lads, what time's checkout? And they went at 10. Mm. So it was a very quick scrambling match uh, to get out uh of the hotel as quick as we could and I was like just scooping all the shit that I found on the floor fucked it into the bag uh, and thought, thought no more of it went home uh, on the way on the way home you rang me and you're like oh text me being like hey did my headphones turn up at all and I was like having a clue uh, I will ring around some places uh, so I rang the Haringey Snooker Club and was like any chance that a pair of Bose blue tooth headphones turned up at all or anything yeah. and they were like uh, your man basically smart, like, go forward down the phone and was like if they were here they're so gone, and yeah. no one's returning. So them. I made my peace with it. Yeah, and then I made my peace with it when yeah. I went home, and three weeks later, happened to be empty again. It also just says an awful lot about my life that I hadn't emptied out my overnight bag to London until I was coming back over here, mm-hmm. uh, and then emptied out. And was like, what's that little black thing at the? Bo- oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> They're unscathed as well and fully charged, so I really do appreciate. If I actually them. knew I had them, they'd be more broken. Mm. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, so I had to text Peter and go, um, so do you remember when I told you that I looked really closely at all the places and looked at all the nooks and cr- I didn't at all and they're in my fucking bag. And you sent me back the headphones you've been using in the meantime. Yeah. They defy the Geneva Convention. Yeah, That's yeah. Like, they're really not they are, good. I'm pretty sure they give me static shocks as well. Um, we're at the weekend or of. Yes. So that's what I should clear up as well. So that's the reason Peter's come along here today is to get his headphones back and also was gracious enough to help me out and be on the podcast one more time. Yeah. One more time. Very good. Um... But yes, we're at the Static Shock Weekender. So Static Shock is the label that the number ones are on. And you can hear them over there, like I said, muttering in the corner. The sounds of a pub coming to life yep. of a Sunday afternoon. Um, but, yep, so they we're over there. We're headlining. It's the final Static Shock Weekender. We did it last year. Uh, and I'm looking forward to playing with the number ones this time. It's going to be great fun. And uh, yeah, we're here at the moment doing that. Uh, in the meantime, like I said, since we last saw you, you have done a fringe run. Yes, I did. Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah, go on, John, talk us through the, this. Again, when you said it to me first, when you mentioned that you were doing a murder mystery, an improvisational murder mystery Improvised show, murder mystery. Surely defies all kind of logic. Oh, it was great. So, um, basically, the premise of the show is it's uh, kind of an Agatha Christie murder mystery that the audience get to play along with and solve. I saw a picture of Agatha Christie this morning on Twitter of her in front of her surfboard that has Fred written on it. I have not seen that The photo. woman is astounding. I don't know how she did, did live the life she did. It was a lot of fun. Um... We so so uh, comedy improvised murder mystery audience mm-hmm. gets to play along as well. Uh, the way that the show kind of runs is that uh, there are four um, people on the train and there's one detective. Um, one of them gets murdered and there are three suspects and those three suspects get three tickets. Two of them say innocent. One of them says guilty. Right. Okay. And only the, those people know who the murderer is, or only the person with the. But even all the little like gotcha moments that are in murder mysteries, like the little like <gasps> that clue was left there how do yep. you implement for that how so do you account for that whoever is the murderer has to plant little clues in to their alibi and their story uh, and everything and, they, and do they get to write their own little alibi and be like I'm just gonna pick random bits and make this is the little thing yeah yeah ah, and fuck. they'll throw it in and then clue the audience in and then it's up to the audience to sort of uh, guess by way of cheering who the murderer is and they can get it right they can get it wrong um, but we got, a lot of them got it right over the fringe so it was a really really fun so it was a really time. easy murder mystery yeah <laughs> I mean you've got to make it easy we, you, we, we've got to make them feel good at the end yeah fair feel smart that's amazing that's, oh, again it sounded really cool and it was great and you're up for an award with it as well oh yeah 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 so we were nominated for an off West End award and we also did like the same show at the Vaults Festival here um, 
and we've been nominated for that as well. So two awards. Um, yeah, it's going well. It's um, yeah, very fun. Fair play. And you've also had another nice little moment of virality on TikTok as well with your tonight. <laughs> that came out of fuck. I saw them as a guy that's funny, typical Peter Fodder, like it's great. Yeah, really knowing and touching. Went everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that's incredible. kind of yeah bonkers. It was. Um, I don't know how many views it's on now. I think it's like three million something like that. With the Charlie Puth stitch and him fucking deleting it like why did he, what, was, what wasn't good about it what is with him maybe he realised who I was and he's realised I've done stitches rinsing him in the past <laughs> he's like this fucking prick again his team were like trying to take the video down it's, yeah. ru- it's Rugman again Charlie oh fuck no it was really good fun to see and seeing like that whole band do the version with you like, one guy did like stitches around you with him like bass and drums and guitar and everything like it and it's bang on and the e e the yeah. like, you, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. you nailed it fair play to you um, in my recent news, uh, obviously I went home, was with Dad for a while, we did the catch-up from all that. All the kind of big uh, kind of headline stuff that's happened with me recently, there's nothing too soon, just working away, had the 10-year anniversary of our first album coming out. Oh my God, yeah. And I made the mistake of being like, what was the reaction and reception to that album when it, when it came out? Uh, I wonder now, because with Rose in the Glass, I'd be like, oh, it was great fun, it was, I was really young, the album came out, and it was great cracking, wasn't this brilliant, and haha, fantastic. Looked at the reviews. Two, one and a half stars across the board. I was like, wow. Rinsing some teenagers. Well, this is it. it. This is it, exactly. I remember Lachlan from Adore sent me a text being like, ah, yeah, those halcyon days of of, of print media where The Guardian would just give out to 15-year-olds and give out about their children's music and give them two stars. That must have been like the dying era of real kind of, you know, that 2000s cynicism that that was around. You know, when you had people like, uh, never mind the Buzzcocks and stuff, where everyone was just cruel to everyone. It was just so... Would have been, I would have gladly taken a rinse and if if the album, if if the band was brought up on Buzzcocks, I would have gladly taken a rinse and like Mark Lamar or Simon Amstel, I think would have been really fun. But uh, I was kind of humbling to be like, oh, okay, 10 years ago isn't a big thing in my life and no one liked it at the time. Which reminds me of the article I found. (laughs) Oh, top of (laughs) I lost my shite getting this. So I think I was, I was just, um, for whatever reason I was on one of my many tangents online and I was looking at music around sort of 2012 2013 golden period I think I was like looking at artists around that time like Jake Bug was really popular yeah, around yeah, then yeah. I was like I wonder what he's up to turns out not much right now <laughs> well, um, that wasn't up to much at the time bro <laughs> <laughs> but then I came across this article about a show you did I forget where it's it King was King Tots was our first show was in, it King Tots so it was in Glasgow Tots, yeah. um, and um, one of the first lines they get to is, is they just basically say, well, clearly Pete O'Hanlon a couple of days ago must have been bullied for his shaggy hair and his old man music taste. But today <laughs> is ruling the it's, roost it's or whatever. Really but it's again, and I put that up in my story being like, why straight away, why did they just like look at this band of kids and go, okay, good life band. Clearly that clearly. man on Africa, like, let's face it, guys, he was getting absolutely rinsed in school a few days ago. It's just, again, and then the next line is like Josh McClory, the guitarist, is clearly a virtuosic player. Didn't have to bring up the fact that he's probably no. being bullied prior. No, couldn't believe just it. Just like, you. Why did they decide this? again? This man, it's an old, old middle-aged man, was like, this kid was getting bullied again. And the, someone else sent me text. Lee actually from Extravision sent me a text, being like, this sounds like the man is saying, if I was in school with this guy, I'd have fucking bullied him. No doubt. Him. <laughs> what a, the, you're at the highest of heights. You're playing. You're entertaining masses of people. Still and got bullied still, <laughs> like, yeah, but I mean, if he was in school, I'd be bullying him. Yeah. Really silly. So that's all that's happened to me is me drastically having to reappraise what <laughs> what, I, what position I thought the stripes held in culture. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, if I got, I've also sorry. In other news, have announced an EU tour with Lord Friday that threatens to go on for forever. Oh right. Uh, yeah, we've announced a tour, uh, and it's thirty-seven shows across the EU, starting with Dublin in, in on Shaw on the twenty-sixth of October, 
ends at the moment still on the 15th of December. Okay, cool. Uh, but since we've announced the poster, Sloan and Felix will get in touch to say, hey, so we've actually added on another show in Antwerp, but there's actually another show in Bordeaux now, so it could be the 19th of December we could be heading home. It just won't stop booking more shows. Yeah. And there's one run where it's eight shows in eight days across three different countries, which is hectic. Yeah. I mean, you've done stuff like that before. Oh, yeah, you? of course. Yeah, yeah. And like barely lived to tell the tale back when I was young and spry and fit for it. Yeah, Not yeah, as yeah, an, yeah. As an aged 27-year-old man. <laughs> like. But yeah, it'll be good fun. I'm looking forward to it. Starting in Ireland, then flying over to Amsterdam, picking up a van and a load of gear, and just going to traipse around Europe during the coldest months to be there. Uh, and they're Austin natives, so they'll. Uh, I'm, I, I don't know what's going to happen to them right. with that. Uh, and only there yesterday, I got news that Felix fell against a drum kit, and one of the drum spikes went in and through his leg. Fucking hell! Wow. Yeah. So uh, the man's on light pain medication at the moment. So hopefully he recovers from that. Through his supposedly in and out of like had to be as like had to be medically retrieved. Sean, do you want to say hello? Hello. Sean from the number ones uh, making a guest appearance which we'll be making another one later on tomorrow in the airport when he's nice and fresh and not hung over at all yeah he's not looking at me <laughs> he just gave you the finger <laughs> right do you want to run to some fucking segments yeah let's do it shall I get another half before I do go for it go on. would you like one go on go on bruv this is like Spongebob core <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear that there, but we're, we're being treated to some lovely slide <laughs> guitar music. Yeah. Dixieland by way of Monsters Inc. <laughs> uh, why don't we start with a classic, mm-hmm. Sonic Seconds. Let's do it. Are we going to record this through your little laptop setup here? Oh, actually, I could. Because we could connect to the Wi Fi, yeah. Lexington Free. Love when a place gives you the freedom to use the free Wi Fi. Uh, let me just plug in, charge, yeah. So, this is the laptop I had, but it broke. And well, so I don't it know. I, no, it's, no it's, I stole it. As, oh, a, as, I, do, <laughs> as I do all your stuff. And you replaced it with the broken one. So, the problem I'm having is the display like shuts off every time I open it past a certain amount. Oh, and I went to an Apple that. store to get it fixed, and they said, Yeah, we can fix it. It'll cost you about £700. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. Have we got a little sort of plug? So, I, I didn't realize this until not too long ago, but you know, um, you're actually breaking the law there, Pete. That is genuinely a law that if you don't ask the person who owns the building to use their plugs, it's considered um, stealing. That's just the kind of raster that I am. I'm going to steal electricity. You're more of a scamp than me. I got electrocuted. Okay, we'll get into it in a bit, but I got electrocuted in this venue years ago. So if anything, I'm, if anything, I'm getting my own back. Where haven't you been electrocuted? We you seem <laughs> to like attract it like a balloon. Attract electricity. Yeah. Things often do. Uh, no, we were playing a show here. It was like an industry showcase thing. Or some, it was some one of our like a London headliner that we happened to be doing. Uh, which um, the manager, the, um, Bill Kerbishley, the really scary mafia man who manages The Who. Oh, yes. Was yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, terrifying man to yeah, see. Yeah. He's definitely he's definitely been the last face that some people have seen as he's murdered them. Uh, and yeah, he you was told me stories about him. Happened to be, he happened to be at the show, and I was like, it's very scary that this man is here. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I was doing the show, and I was plugging in to what didn't look like a very trustworthy socket, um, and was standing behind my base. I'm about to be getting nice eight by ten cab, and I had the steel rim coming out, like the little handle that mm-hmm. those ampeg thingies have. Plugged into the socket, thinking like, well, it's broken. The plastics, the casing is fucked, and there's a lot of raw wires exposed. What could go wrong? Plugged into it, was thrown into the back of the amp, and my the kind of the lower bit of my skull hit the back of the steel rim thingy, and I just got back up and was like, lads, what, hap- LP? I was like "What happened to you there?" And I was like, ah. "I just got shocked, lads." And they're like, "All right, do you want to sit down?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, I will." And I sat down. And I was like, "That was really weird." 
oh, okay, I'm going to vomit now. And again, my, again cause the body, like I said in the last episode, but the other time I got shocked by the nut butter machine, um, your body's reaction to trauma like that is to just vomit sometimes. So I just got sick all over myself yeah. at the sound check, which was, again, pretty... Wasn't there a member of the Yardbirds who died in an incident just Keith like Ralph, that? Yeah. yeah. He was using a proper... I don't know if it was a mic lead or a guitar lead that was, wasn't properly earthed and yeah. uh, just electrocuted himself at his home and his, yeah. ch- his kid found him. Which is lame. Oh, horrendous. Yeah. Have you seen... Um, so there's a new detective series on at the moment called Poker Face. I know the track by Lady Gaga. It's not that. Oh, okay. But it's well, very good. Don't and I can care. recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's amazing. Uh, but yeah, no, I have a history here with the Lexington, so me stealing some of their lecky is not going to matter when they tried to murder me in cold blood a few years ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that was a law. Yeah, I only found that out recently. When you it's got like reprimanded and arrested and booked and charged for <laughs> stealing <laughs> Wi-Fi from a fucking... I'm on parole now. But yeah. But again, like I said, they're giving you free Wi-Fi, so surely the assumption is you're going to use stuff. Yeah, I think it, it, it's one of those laws that people kind of turn a blind eye to. You can scoff... Do you know there's a great word in it called scoff law? To scoff law or to be a scoff law is someone who abuses rules that are hard to enforce. Right, yeah. So, like, drinking in the street, like, it's... Oh, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, scoff, yeah. Like, it's, like, it's this. I'm, I'm being a scofflaw right now by um, neglecting to adhere to the rules. 502 bad gateway, for fuck's sake. Okay, they're really cracking down on us here. Oh, we'll have to just use our phones, because that's going to run out of charge. Are we even going to get signal? Are we going to have to sing Sonic six Seconds? <laughs> We're just asking to put it on over the bar. Yeah. Like, do you mind skipping to the verse <laughs> of this King song, please? But yeah, so while, while you're getting that up, uh, the chaps are over there sorting through. Number one, the, 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 bit, the job for today is to do this podcast, to load it in a bit, but also the chaps have ordered a range of number one's t-shirts using an old Italian 90s um, graphic. Oh, right, yeah. As in the football, when Ireland went to the Italian, Italian 90s, went to the football mm-hmm. thing, and just, we, we got to the quarterfinals and the country had to end itself because it was just so amazing. They've got a t-shirt done up um, for the final weekend of Static Shock and have to just, we've got a rake of online orders that we have to package and send off to the post office tomorrow. We have to go to the post office at eight in the morning before we fly home. Re- what time did you fly? We have to be there for like 11. Okay, you're cutting that a bit fine. Ah, it's really fine. Yeah. It's, again, it wouldn't be the number ones if it wasn't being cut fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yes, yeah, so we're going to head on the festival tonight, post office in the morning, fly home, good luck. I'm, he- I'm in the country for like less than 24 hours. Oh, I'm on there. There might be a queue. Oh, don't say that to me. Well, again, <laughs> fucking, yeah. But they're good teas though, folks. Grab them if you can, or if you can't, because there's 50 and they're sold. Um, but yeah, so, Sonic Sec. What you got for me, bruv? Oh, sorry, first of all, I should say this is Sonic Seconds, um, yeah. where we pick two seconds from a track, uh, that we just think is bloody brilliant. Would you like to hear my Sonic Seconds? Please, give it to me. Let's do it. Give it to me so, raw. <clears throat> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, right here, right now, this is uh, Julian Lennon, um, and it's very specifically a live performance. Is it of him doing Johnny Be Good? With no. Chuck Berry? Oh, okay, because <laughs> there is, the bit where he goes, the first go-go that he does when he's doing Johnny Be Good with Chuck Berry is amazing. Is the it? I've not heard voice. that. You haven't seen that? You haven't seen the Chuck Berry no, live? No, no. <gasps> Fuck, Julian Lennon comes Lennon. on, does Johnny Be Good, and his voice in it is fucking bloody brilliant. Oh, no, yes, I have, when he's very, very young. He's oh, like he's 17, he's, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's a young yeah. boy. I uh, have seen that. It's amazing, it's pretty um, good. So this specific one is of a live performance on the Conan O'Brien show, 1999. I like the studio version of this song, but um, I prefer this live version. There's okay. a section in the song, and it's called I Don't Want to Know. Um, there's a section of this song where it, it, it builds up, and like I, my limited knowledge of music theory it's like the fifth chord building up kind of like twist and shout ah oh, okay, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it cuts out and there's silence on the studio version it's completely silent and on this conan o'brien version you can hear the feedback of the guitars <laughs> and then it breaks into this and i'm a sucker for a 12 string rickenbacker guitar solo and it is astonishing let's see if i can find it this is where you're gonna hear ads 
Um, oh, love it. Yeah, okay. I, I also love the little gag of like, I bloody love this song. Bang. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Get 20% <laughs> off with fucking better help. And you're like, fucking hell, you've just undermined my point totally. So also they're playing the Stones at the moment. What Stones track is that? Is it the Stones? Or am I just being an Egypt? Does it just sound vaguely southern with an Englishman singing I think, it? I think it? I think it might be that. <laughs> so this is a Conan O'Brien, June the 17th, 1999. Um, and again, that kind of time period... Uh, sort of um, golden for TV golden for TV golden for music I think the late 90s that oh, got that that 60s nostalgia um, indie bands dressing in sort of like the 60s inspired suits again sort of loose fitting baggy suits but still it's uh, doesn't off yeah <coughs> Excuse me. so this little section here yes the audio cuts out and you can just hear the little hum of electricity before they come in with this solo Very there cool. it is. Like it. Very, very good. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, very, very good. Uh, so that's Julian Lennon as well. Yeah, yeah. I have not listened to a single second of that man's music that isn't in the Chuck Berry Hill Hill Rock and Roll film. The music video for that particular song is also very good as well. It's very Ruttles. Oh, nice. Very good. So my one now comes from... Uh, it's Shrek adjacent. In, oh, In that it's Counting Crows. Okay, uh, amazing. But it's not, in the, it's not in the Shrek canon of music. Okay. First of all... Very sad to hear the loss of Steve Harwell, singer from Smash Mouth. Yeah, we, we spoke we, about that, didn't we? Yeah, very, very sad. Only seventy seconds this time. It comes from a Counting Crows cover with Vanessa Carlton of, oh, Bi- wow. of Big Yellow Taxi. Uh-huh. And there's a way that he sings the end, the line at the end of the chorus. Um, oh no, it's, it's in the chorus. That I'll, I'll play it here, but it's, okay. the, 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 he kind of hops up and down a few notes that I think just sounds really, really nice. And Johnny Mitchell would have done well to have this in her own version. I'm going to push my ear close to the phone because I don't have the privilege of headphones. great. He doesn't do it for the first time, but for all the rest of me, he does it, and it's absolutely bloody brilliant. It's a really nice kid. That's so now, nice. Again, I've read things about that cover. The Hula said it's absolutely fucking sacrilegious, and the fact that they did it at all is terrible. No, it's really M.O.R. and it's fucking brilliant. And I did. That you don't know what you got to lit. It's That's cheeky. great. He's really a cheeky little fucker there, but yeah, Mr. Cat and Crows. Really nice. I enjoy that song. Again, I've listened to that in work a lot. The two songs have been absolutely pumping in work the last while have been Big Yellow Taxi by Cat and Crows and Vanessa Carlton, and then Breathless by The Cores. Oh, really? For whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, such a not a track to ever really occur to someone after yeah. the fact as well. But yeah. Also, I had a track I'm going to send you later on, Energy by the Apples and Stereo. Did you ever come across that? You didn't send that to me. I, um, to, I only came across it in the last, like, I do know the Apples days. and Stereo, though. They're a fantastic track. Energy. Great Okay, track. cool. I uh, sent you one as well. Um, Blunderbuss. The, yes. Uh, oh, so good. Cracking bit of kit. Uh, brilliant. That was Sonic Seconds. Sonic Seconds. Who fucking bloody knew? Sonic Seconds. Right, t- Pete, take us into Vopa. So, this is Vopa. Singing, singing badly, and we listen to them gladly. It's the Vopa. Oh, shit. Sorry, one more time. So, yes, this is Vopa, where we just bring up an instance of uh, a singer cacking it live. Now, mine was a bit different uh, this time because it's nothing to do with a singer, but it's just a verbal performance that is absolutely atrocious. Uh, so there's a new video game that's come out not that I'm too in touch with the video game sphere of things time was I was mm-hmm. but not anymore but there's a game that's come out called Starfield okay, okay. oh right yeah yeah Bethesda yeah Bethesda very good for their games very good for yeah. the storytelling very good for an awful lot of stuff famous for voice acting as well well with Oblivion and uh, the likes there's an Irish character in Starfield right yeah 
wait until... Have you seen this? Have you heard of this? I haven't. But, but uh, yeah, so there's an Irish accent in Starfield, and it is egregious to the point of being racist. Like, okay. it's, it's, it, it's also just so misguided and insane. It's mm-hmm. all those things all at once. Bollocks. Is that how I come off now? Ah, uh, work's getting to me, I suppose. It's just... You see, no one on this bloody planet seems to follow basic safety precautions. Precautions. As always, Dr. Flynn, reattach me arm, or help me with this frostbite. Well, maybe if you took the time to properly dress yourself for the outside, you wouldn't be losing your fingers, you Egypt. Sorry for the rant, just... Just for a change, I'd rather be treating the common cold and not some horrific yet entirely preventable accident. <laughs> What's that line in um, Mrs. Doubtfire where, where Pierce Brosnan listens to um, Robin Williams' accent? It's just, where, where are you from? I can't quite place, place it. it. <laughs> well, that's it. So like, that goes from like Ireland, like fake Ireland, as in Tom yeah. Cruise's Ireland, to... Received pronunciation. But when she says bloody planet, it's American. Yes. Bloody planet. To then <laughs> fucking Mrs. Doubtfire with the fingers. You know, like, it's fucking funny rotten. Funny enough. But someone another, paid to do that. Th- th- someone okayed that. There's another famous Bethesda game where they have another Irish character called Kate, and it's in Fallout 4. And okay. again, I believe... The fact there's an Irish person. Okay, like, if Fallout, if the, if, the, if the circumstances of Fallout ever come to pass on the planet, there's no Irish person surviving that. Yeah. Not a fucking hope. I think, I think, I mean, what's strange about this is I believe the actor who did this was Scottish okay. to do an Irish accent. Mm. Um, see if I can but find... they're so similar, it'd be hard to do it convincingly because you would just bleed yeah. into your own really quickly. Um, let's see if I can find... Um, okay. That is the Stones, definitely, this time. Yeah. Well, I could have gone worse. I don't know. Seemed quite the performance from where I was standing. Are you fucking high or something? Why am I asking? Of course you are. Still won the fight, didn't I? <laughs> didn't I? Still won the fight, didn't we? That's like the part of saying that there's more to Ireland than this. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it, have you ever played um, some of the recent Zeldas as well? Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom? And I have not. No, because I just don't have a Switch. The last Zelda game that I played properly through was Ocarina of Time when it was released oh. on the Nintendo 3DS store. And I oh, had excellent. the time of my Ocarina life Ocarina of Time that. 3D. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Epona song. Banger. Banger, banger. <laughs> That's my Sonic second. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah. yeah. No, the last Zelda game that I came out that was like released on title and I bought it at the time was Phantom Hourglass. I love the franchise. I've read, seen, I've like, watched God's amount of video essays and all the oh, crap. fantastic. But, I love, um, what, there's one, I can't think of his name, but there's a speedrunner I love watching who does uh, Ocarina of Time and um, Majora's Mask speedruns. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, he didn't fucking roll right. Yeah. Re- redo, man. Re- <laughs> go back. No, man. You picked up the wrong chicken first. So none of those games had voice acting, but the last two on the Switch did. They introduced voice acting. And right. unfortunately, there are some bad, I guess, British accents. They're technically not British because they're elves, aren't they? They're highly yeah, yeah, they're not, yeah. But they're not really convincing, um, especially like some of the royal family members I feel like that kind of stuff again I feel like any game you play no matter what even if it's a fictional kingdom and a universe far far away if there's an aristocracy in place it's coded English all the time it's very hard yeah which is silly give us your Vopa my Vopa okay so this is a very famous song okay and I saw a tweet about this the other day you mean you saw an X oh I saw an X (laughs) sorry oh that's so much cooler right sorry Mr. Threads over here I saw an X um and um, it, it was basically saying one day we'll look back and realize this is the funniest 30 seconds to ever happen in the history of recorded music. <gasps> um, uh, and I it is such a product of its time. And you'll know the song, but it's to I go know. back on to our um, tonight. <laughs> this is um, 
I won't tell you what it is, but I'll I play it for you. I'm going to guess. Is it the Black Eyed Peas? It certainly yeah, is. Fuck yeah. Let's have a listen to it. Oh, fucking we don't we the first song the stripes ever played live was I Got a Feeling. Was it Med- really? Medley whiskey in the jar. Let's put it on. I'm trying to do this one-handed. Let's go. The funniest 30 seconds in the history of recorded music. Mazel tov. So there we are. Ah, oh, incredible bit of kiss. Like that's so fucking funny. The, it's so the, funny. But There's even that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday. And I think underrated. But it's, the, it's, it's Saturday, in, that, in their version, there's eight days in that weekend. There's two Saturdays. Yeah. So Saturday, Saturday, then Sunday. But they're even auto-tuning the spoken vocals. So they're like, we'll paint the town. <laughs> Amazing. Marvelous. But like, so didn't like I Got a Feeling for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now that I've reappraise what I, what I think about culture and what points are important. Such an important timepiece. Such an important thing of like, when this came out, this was potentially one yeah. of the biggest things ever. Also, when I th- when I think of that song, I see a Sony Ericsson phone. Yeah, right. And I smell like, I don't smell, no, but I mean, like, I smell like kind of, I smell the smell of like the little, like Polly Pocket t-shirts and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Those kind of rubber things that you just be fucking chucking in your gob all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Like shit like that. Like, again, it just it, it it sounds like what a Sony Ericsson phone looks like. It's those visceral, isn't it? Yeah. It's also like, like in that time, the Black Eyed Peas dominated the charts. It was quick. Because like a few years before that, which is, and it was only a few years, but it feels like a lifetime before that, they were doing um, Where Is The Love, which is a completely different kind of style to what they basically, they became like the club kings of all yeah. that kind of. really, really weird. And even just the careers they've had outside of themselves, like obviously Fergie being fucking massive. Yeah. Willie Am being on The Voice and then the other guy yeah. just vibing <laughs> <laughs> just doing his thing uh, no crazy very very good uh, love that um, that was Vopa don't expertly there some like nice little takes on shit culture there which I enjoy you can never go wrong with Vopa it's always a giggle singing singing badly and we listen to them gladly it's the Vopa oh shit sorry one more time do you remember the Walmart kid the yodeling Walmart He's kid. got a new track out and it's like a proper rock he's track. He's got a new track out and he's like 19 years old yeah, now. Yeah, and he looks re- like he's looking well as well. Yeah. Like he's, he's grown into himself. No, it's it's mad. And it's like got the, the kind of curtain of hair and it's kind of got a, yeah. like a growl to his Yeah, voice. that's it. And I was like, that, what, how, wait, hang on, how old yeah, am yeah, I? Yeah, no, because no, we were doing our last American tour when the Walmart kid thing happened. Yeah. So that's five years ago. Like, was he 13, 14 then? Just he was, he was probably like a 13-year-old that looked a lot younger as yeah, well, maybe. Yeah. Well, he also features on a version of Old Town Road with Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus and all that. Do you know this? Oh, yes, yes. And he's, got I a li- do, yeah. he's got a line in it. Like, his verse comes in and it's it's cool. And the fact that they've got a child on it is incredible. And the fact that they've got a meme on it is great. But also, he fucking delivers when the line at the end of his rap, at the line at the end of his, like, his verse, his section, he says, if you ain't got no giddy up, then giddy out my way. <laughs> and he came in and absolutely laid waste to the track. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm pro Walmart kid all the way. But anyway, so we're going to go into a segment now that uh, it's kind of, it's a bit, it's kind of, it's, it's to do with my workplace. It's called, and it hasn't been on in a while because I've actually been pretty decent at work the last while. It's called Work Farce. Okay. Don't work smart, don't work hard for the work 
work farce. Uh, it's it's a pun on workforce. Uh, uh-huh. But work farce, where I just made I like just being just being me being a shithead didn't work pretty much. It's just instances of me uh, either engaging in or coming across serious ineptitudes in the workplace. Right. Yeah. Uh, we had a woman come into the source two days ago and asked to sample her Irish honey. And I dutifully did so. I filled a spoon of Irish honey and said, there you go. I didn't feed it to her, but like, she was like, okay, cool, daddy, candle the spoon. She looked at it and she did like a, mm. oh. why is it so sugary? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> woman, it's honey. <laughs> it's, it's literally nature's embodiment <laughs> yes. of fucking sugar. Yeah. Why is the ground on the floor? Yeah. Why is the sky up there? What the fuck are you talking about? But like, can you still tell the difference between plain white flour? Okay, so we sell 18 different types of flour. Mm-hmm. Some of them you can tell the difference. Like, a fool would only not know the difference between stone ground flour and type OO flour. Come on, let's be real. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we have we also have like wholemeal flour and like I said, stone ground flour, type zero zero flour, uh, tapioca flour, chickpea flour, mm-hmm. um, um, coconut flour, all kind of easily discernible. We've two that are just white powders, plain white flour and baker's flour. Okay. This woman comes up to the counter with a bag of flour that she hasn't written the code or the product name on, and it's very clearly one of the two white flowers. And I say, oh, sorry, what flower is that? And she said, you don't know. I was like, well, no, you, you can't tell. I was like, no, just a very similar look. And she was like, oh, why are you so functionally redundant? <laughs> what, is it? Like, what an incredible phrase to pull out at someone and just throw at them. But also then someone else pointed out to me, when I put, I put it up in my story, obviously being like, guys, what the fuck? I didn't know. What the, and I also, I put up a little vote being like, what flower do you think this is? And most people got it wrong. It ended up being wheat-free, plain flower. No one fucking saw it coming. Yeah. It was neither of the options. But anyway, so no one knew what it was right. But someone else responded being like, she didn't know either. She couldn't tell you. Oh, sorry, it's plain flower. She had, again, because she had to go back and go, it's plain flower. There you go, Grant. But call me functionally redundant. Aren't people feral? Incredible, though. Yeah. Like, incredible use of the English language woman. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. also, I'm really upset now. That was horrible. Yeah. But yeah, that was kind of rough. Um, and then you get idiots like, fucking, why is this honey so sweet? Mm-hmm. Um, they also had a chap come back in, and he threw, I was at the counter, he just kind of threw a bag at me, like a, a full bag of stuff, being like, I want a refund for that. And I was like, why? And he goes, I was like, what is it? And he goes, it's Epsom salt. Tastes like shite. <laughs> I was like, Epsom salts are for the bath. Yeah. You're not meant to eat them. Yes, you're kidding You're not meant me. to eat that. Yeah. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, it's for, it's for like the bath. And he was like, oh, he's putting it on like me grub. Like that. <laughs> I was like, we sell it in a bucket by the door. Why do you think that'd be something that you'd eat? Like, he was like, I just thought it was like cheap salt. And I was like, it's not. That's, people do bath salts as a recreational drug. Yeah. Fucking he was idiot. putting it on his chips. And on his bloody scampi. Like, yeah. But then I, I did this stupid thing. Would well, you know something where something occurs to you that you can say, which you definitely shouldn't say, mm. but it occurs to you and you go, ah, I'm just going to say it. Like, yeah, it's an intrusive yeah. thought, but you just kind of let it win. We have a membership system in work where people come in and it's always based around their phone number. Mm-hmm. And so you'd say, have you got an account? They go, yes. You go, what's your phone number? And you put the phone number in and then their points come up and you can give them a discount if you want mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and I was, it was a long day. It was a heavy day. I was kind of like, oh God, I'm kind of tired. And I just wasn't thinking. I didn't have all my facilities at play at the time. I was like, oh, I just want to get through today. Like, I'm not arsed. And I was like trying to look for fun to get, to make the day a bit better, like all that kind of stuff. And this guy came up and uh, he was like, all right, here's my stuff. And I was like, oh, Brent, do you have an account? He goes, no, but my girlfriend does. And I was like, oh, okay, what's the number? And he typed the number in and I was like, what? That's my girlfriend's number. <laughs> 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 I saw this man have about eight million heart attacks <laughs> in one second. He was like, "What?" I was like, "I'm really sorry. No, I'm messing. Like, no, I'm just joking." He was like, "Oh my god!" But the idea that I was like, "Your girlfriend's cheating on you, man." That's my. <laughs> to make a revelation. That's wonderful. 
Oh, wow. He absolutely shot the... He's like, what? <laughs> and it hadn't occurred... It was only when I was saying it. I was like, oh, I'm now saying this. Like, that's my girlfriend's number. <laughs> These words are actually leaving my mouth <laughs> right and this, <laughs> and this person now has to deal with the, fact, with the implication of what I'm saying to him. Oh, you've got to have fun. It was a, yeah, we have yeah. fun in our work. If we, yeah. yeah, we like to just really give people a complex about their relationship structures. <laughs> really silly. But anyway, that concludes work farce for today. Brilliant. And now it's time for uh, Have I Got Tunes? Have you got them for me? I've got tunes for you. I've, oh man, I've got some tunes for a new bro as well. Two days ago, oh. the Hoosiers released their new album, oh, Confidence. Oh, shit. Okay. And what's your take? As a Hoosiers boyo, what's your take? It's great. It's really like good. It? It's like a return to form. I was going to say, is it a back, I love a back to form album. It is It is essentially that. And it's like, I think it's their first album in about six years. Mm. Um, but they haven't done one for a while. Because remember, they had no. an album come out around the time our third album was coming out. Which would, that would track. Yeah, it was like two, yeah, yeah. six, seven years ago. Yeah, six years ago. Yeah. And I heard like the Hoosier had an album, and I was like, "What mad thing that I have an album coming out around the same time as yeah, the Hoosier. Yeah. That's really cool." Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's, I think they've done like compilation albums and like best of albums in between that time. Yeah, and they've obviously they've been on tour, and Irwin's done some of his solo stuff in between that time he's released. But this is the first album that Irwin and Al have basically worked on together, um, and it's great. It's really good. I can play a little bit of that. Please, yeah, old, uh, what, uh, was there like singles preceding it? Like, or was it just like a, we're just going to drop an album now? There was, a, there was a couple of singles preceding it um, okay. about. Two, I think they started releasing them about six months ago. Um, oh this, I really like uh, this song, Lip Syncing. Um, it's particularly this section. Let's see if we can play it through here. Oh, yeah, nice. I like it. It's really great. And like the whole album has like amazing brass sections in it. Oh, of, cool. Uh, okay, nice. And Owen's voice is on point as ever. Brilliant. Oh, delighted they're still knocking around. It's great. And yeah, the yeah. fact that it's up to snuff as well is great. Are they touring at the moment? Are you going to get caught some on I think they're going to be going on like a little European tour. Hey, you might be on the road at the same time as them. Oh, imagine. Yeah. Imagine catching them in Antwerp. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking deadly. Oh, that's great. But are they doing like a UK run at all or anything, no? Uh, yeah, I think they are. They're doing London pretty soon. I think in October, maybe. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Okay. Can't say fairer than that. Brilliant. No, great. Glad to hear the lads are still knocking around. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we could, we could talk about it all the time. Trick to Life, one of my top albums ever going. Oh, me was too. just Absolutely. up there. And again, but I associate it with playing as well. I think around the same time it would have come out. The first DS Pokemon Mystery Dungeons game, I was listening to that an awful lot at the time as yeah. well when I was playing. Yeah, like, so yeah. just when you have like such a visceral reaction to, to stimuli where you're like, I associate this album with this piece of media yeah. that are not linked at all, just through my personal For me, it sphere. was my lime green iPod Nano listening to that. I had an, I had this really skinny iPod yeah, Nano. Yeah, yeah. I had that, and I had it in silver. And I, the first album that I bought that yeah. I then loaded onto it was that 21st Century Breakdown, the Green Day album. Oh no yeah, yeah. Enemy on it. Like that was yeah. Did you ever play the little pinball game on that? Lo- oh, I the, and they, they had like a little brick breaker yeah, yeah, on yeah, it as yeah. well. Yeah, fucking. Hell. I played games on that more than I fucking listened to tunes. Yeah. Um, I remember I had one friend who like his music, his source of listening to music was on his PSP. Oh wow. No one's using the the music playing software on a PSP like yeah. that's what playing Daxter and shit and games like that like do you know what I mean do you remember the Nokia N-Gage 
that should have been the future. Right, yeah. We, we went, we went a wrong. A phone that's a games console. It, humanity deviated I have, in the wrong. Um, okay, so I've got, this information just popped into my head. Do you know the design of that was based on a very famous crude meme? No. Um, the design of the N-Gage was based on, and this is, um, I can't remember how I found this out. Um, okay, let's see if I can find out what it was. And I wouldn't recommend anyone actually Google what the meme is because it's, <laughs> it's grim. Sensitive. Okay. Why? I, I, sorry, no, I had heard that. Oh, but it makes sense with the button placement. Yeah, if you okay. look, it's someone did as a joke, but that's the screen in the middle. It tracks. Those, no, it tra- are, the those are the fingers. Those are the fingers. Yeah. That's what oh. it was based on. Okay, don't, okay, don't look that up. <laughs> that's another one of those, you have to be in secondary school at a certain time yeah. to, to be exposed to that. Jesus Christ. Fuck. But imagine me like hinging a whole multimedia re- release launch around that. Apparently it was done in sort of j- just to spite them because the guy who was doing it was like coming up with all these designs and they were being like, uh, so no, no, no. And he's like, oh, fuck it. This. He sent it off and like, yeah, that's great. And he was like, oh, okay. And he didn't tell anyone until the last <laughs> year or so. Fucking crap. I love that shit. Uh, brilliant. Well, so my Have I Got Tunes for You is a band that I've come across recently. I'm sure they've been around for ages and are absolutely bloody massive, but they were new to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're called Camera Obscura. Oh, I know them. Okay, yeah. fucking, of course, yeah. So they're not new to me, but they have an album called... No, don't go to radio. Go to fucking album. Did a few big tracks like Lloyd, I'm Ready to Be Heartbroken and French Navy French and a few Navy, of these. Yeah. yeah, French Navy has a great uh, chorus melody. Yeah. Uh, but they've a song called Let's Get Out of This Country from 2006. Mm-hmm. I got to them through my prior Have I Got Tunes for You submission, which was uh, Someone Still Loves You, Boris Yeltsin. All right. I was listening to their, to their Spotify radio and this put me onto this band, but they've got a song called Lloyd and Ready to Be Heartbroken. Uh, it's kind of it's one of those albums where it's front loaded with the bait. Sorry, uh, yep. the world is ending outside. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, sorry, just yeah, he's not going to sell much ice cream going that speed. <laughs> I want us to shoehorn that in every, every episode. episode we record. Um, but yes, the album's kind of front loaded with. I don't know if it's the singles, but the tracks that I've come across that are the big ones that have the most plays uh, is Lloyd, I'm Ready to Be Heartbroken, opens mm-hmm. the album. The second album is called Tears for Affairs. Okay. Which is very good. Again, just great melodies. But they've got some nice kind of wedding present type album titles like very nice. uh, Let's Get Out of This Country, which is the name of the title. I Need All the Friends I Can Get, Razzle Dazzle Rose, cool. uh, Come Back Margaret, like kind of odd titles where you're like, that would stick it rather than just like, I love you so much and yeah. you knew too much and all this yeah, kind, of yeah. kind of simple titles. Yeah, no, really good, uh, good fun band. Nice cover as well. I kind of like the... Very kind cool. Of thing it was. Yeah, a bit like the but wallpaper yeah, here. Actually, my, uh, it is a bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, imagine this was like the Lexington's like house for yeah. album. <laughs> but um, the what I love about albums where they have the two like just front loading the album with the two big tracks right at the front is done so masterfully with Squeeze Argy Bargy. Oh yeah. With um, Pull Them Up from the Shell and another Nail in My Heart, just like right at the fucking start. They're the big boys, and then the rest of the album you can kind of like, oh yeah, they're, they're fun tracks, Grand Daddy, whatever. But just being like, here's the fucking big mm. boys. Off you go. Good luck. But yeah, that's how I got tunes for you. Get to call time on your obligations here for now, if you want. Yeah, well, because um, we're going to cut into... With a voice so soft, it'll put you to sleep. And a face that makes you want to beat your knees. It's Ross Farley's Acoustic Corner. Ross Farley's Acoustic it's the number ones feet, feet me on bass Only bloody live At the final Static Shock Weekender Of all time For Acoustic Corner the, 
It's never been less acoustic. It's never been less in a corner. It is the number one live on stage at the Static Shock Weekender. Here we bloody go. Here we go. Let's fucking go. Is that okay? Is my guitar really loud? Because I think I just turned up. Connell's shark really loud. This one's for my French friends. Sitting on a bus. Peter, thank you so much for being on. Cheers, buddy. Thanks for making the time. Sorry for stealing your personal property. That's fine. Um, That's fine. And uh, it's been great to have you back. Pleasure as always. Yeah, no, we really enjoyed having you be here. We'll do a sign-off with you, and then we're going to ideally do a little debrief with Connor and Sean tomorrow in the airport as well. So it's going to be a nice nice little batchy episode kind of stitched together. I'll see you on four pizza in a pod. Uh, But also, I was telling Dad when I was on the episode with him being like, oh, we had a prior Peter on. Dad said to say hello to the other Peter in my life as well. I'll say hello to your dad right back. I will. uh, Give him his proper title. (laughs) Please, Dad is my father. Call me Peter. (laughs)
Hello, Peter Mary O'Hanlon. Very well remembered. Well bloody remembered. Uh, hello there. You're very welcome back to episode 46. We're uh, here in Stansted Airport. Are we? How are we getting on? Yeah. Um, we're getting on two hours of a delay now. Is it, Connor? Yeah, but I'm happy because I got my multivitamin Tropicana boost. You're taking your shoes off as well. I have taken my shoes off because they're in bits. Shoes are in bits as, as of the feet. Yeah, we had a two-hour delay on the flight in Stansted, which is why this is going to go up late. Uh, and also, there was a minor technical because of a minor technical fault with the plane, which is really encouraging. And then also, while we were at dinner, someone pulled the fire alarm, and we had to stand outside for a long, long, long time. That fun for you? Yeah, it was fun, but you won't believe us because we tried to take a photo, and the woman said, "No photos." She said it's illegal. Yeah, yeah, you can't take any pictures, which is amazing. I'm glad to see that the control has come in on top of the public now. Uh, nice way to cap off a great weekend at Static Shock. Yeah. Eloquent words there from Sean Fairplay. You got your photo, brilliant. Can I have that? Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, nice way to cap off a weekend for yourself with Static Shock. I, I believe you might have said you enjoyed this weekend. Yeah, I, I've said a few times now that it's uh, the best weekend of my entire life. Yeah, that's all I've heard the last word. I can't go into details. Why, folks? Yeah, no, um, brilliant. Well, that's just a little update on us here. Um, funny moment last night was you singing All Things Must Pass over the montage when the audio didn't work, which I'm going to drop in now. All things must pass. All things must pass away. Yeah, well, we, you know, you, you really helped out as much as you could. In that well, I did give you my laptop, which is the same as yours. You were just too shit scared to leave yours sat there, but we're very happy to leave mine sat there on top of a ledge the entire night. Yeah, and uh, you did also keep the cable in. I had to hold it, yeah, I had to man the whole fucking thingy. Um, but then when it started going, we weren't getting the audio. So Not on me. I had to uh, sing the, the two lines that I know from that song. Actually, it was really just one. Favourite bit was when you got to the Green Day bit, you started singing Time of Your Life, but Green Day... And then when you're on the second verse, the Simon decided to actually just play the song over the speakers. Yeah, I think it was like maybe two lines into the second verse and the, the guy just started playing the song from the start. So take the photographs and still frames in your mind. Hang it on a shelf in good health and good times. Tattoos and memories and death it was a great way to cap off Static Shock with Alice and all that kind of crack, who was running it as a final emotional life for all involved. Uh, there was a cake that was exploded and thrown all over the stage, which the crew were very happy about. Yeah, it landed on their very expensive sound desk, which they did not like. I found some cake at the back wall as well, and it, looked like, it didn't look like it was pulled apart. It looked like a depth charge went off in the middle of it. Uh, it went fucking everywhere. Uh, but yeah, and I was just desperately trying to track home, uh, which is uh, no crack, and I want to be home now. Yeah, well, we that's proof that we are actually in the airport. There we are, actually. But anyway, that's us here in Stansted, having had a great time uh, enjoying each other's company for the last, what should have been three hours, but has been six. One of the best weekends of my entire life. No way. Mad. Shock revelation from Canada that he actually enjoyed himself this weekend. But also, there was that time we were rehearsing last week, we said, we'll be trying to keep the head this time, lads, and not go too mental. Static shock. And you were like, don't worry, lads, not going to go mental. Don't even worry about it. It's going to be totally grand. The next thing I see of you online is you in a bar at five in the morning screaming teenage kicks. Yeah, but I'd like to be a liar. How was my, how was my performance on Sunday? It was a 10 out of 10 perfect, flawless performance from You did have to be in bed for so 27 hours prior to necessitate that <laughs> you being fresh for it. Play hard, sleep hard, then play hard. Okay, I don't know how you sit down and play drums if you're hard, but anyway. Um, that's us then. Uh, we're going to love you and leave you. Um, we are still stuck in Stansted Airport. Send help. Um, but yeah, so we're going to sign off now. This has been episode 14. 
what did you say it was? 46? 46, yeah. Episode 46 of Higher Fidelity. I've been here. It's been me, Pete. And it's been me, Pete. And we're reminding you to be rooting. Be scooting. I was meant to get the lads to do that bit in the airport, but uh, I forgot. But most importantly, be, be kind. Let's open that can of worms on this one. I'll just put in that uproarious laugh and be like, what the fuck? (laughs)